0: I don't, I don't have my teeth in, and I can't put them in. Gum scrape, I'm in a gum scrape. Well, hold on, before I get into anything, gotta give a huge, mega, huge, giant shout out to Hoppin' Hot Sauce. The Hoppin' Hot Sauce theme song sounds like this. Hoppin' Hot Sauce. It's the best hot sauce, Hoppin' Hot Sauce It's the best sauce in the world The world, I'm telling you Hoppin' Hot Sauce is the truth An answer for everything Hey, what's up, what's the matter with me podcast Is this podcast, you're listening To what's the matter with me podcast My name is John. I'm 43 years old. Husband, father of two, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster, and I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. It's a gum scrape. All right, let's get back into it. I'm like right at the last moment before... I can have a mouthful of teeth again they scrape my gums and and now it like hurts Wear my dentures. I can't even wear fake teeth if I wanted to. Gum scrape, y'all. It was kind of, I'll tell you, it was like a little body horror. Body horror. Part two on the What's the Matter with Me podcast. What am I talking about? It's all body horror. This is a body horror themed podcast podcast when you go through something traumatic with your body you should be able to turn turn to what's the matter with me podcast for some kind of comfort you're like i'm not the only one it's not a contest i'm not the worst no way but they i'm in a gum scrape how good does that sound I showed it to my friend, Matt came over, shout outs to Matt, he came over at lunchtime and he was all, ew, so there you have it, ew. I told the dentist right before the beginning of the procedure, I was like, okay, I had this vision that you were going to trim my gums with an X-Acto knife and he's like, yeah, pretty much. That could be something. He wasn't like that casual, but he was like, Yeah, that could be something. I was like, Okay, let's get into it. Gum scrape with an exacto knife. Something like that. The lady was there. She was nice. It's a whole gum scraping thing. Matt was all ew. It's like the football playoffs right now. My son's all into it. I haven't been that into football since I had to start looking at MRIs all the time for like minuscule damage and then experiencing that. And So like watching people play football is like, I'm like, oh, don't do that. But they get a lot of money for that. So football has been on. Someone's been watching the games. We've been seeing violent things happen. We also watched the Australian Open. That was cool. But I cut the cord in 2012, meaning I got rid of cable. I had my tubes tied. I got rid of cable. So, you know, I cut the cord in 2012 and now I have cable again. We got it for the playoffs of baseball last year and now we are having it and we padded through a World Cup, and that was important. And now we're like, football is on, and we're like, God, it's kinda horrid, it's like so violent. That's my opinion, though, but my son, check this out, he was like, I don't ever wanna be without live sports. And my wife was like, no, we have to get rid of this now, I don't like it. So, Yeah, sure. We'll get rid of it at some point. Sure. Sure, we will. Of course. Yes. Yes, dear. We will so football you know we we saw that Jamar Hamlin thing where he had a heart attack or his heart stopped beating. I saw that John didn't see that but we we seen people get their ankles twisted. We saw Patrick Mahomes he's like a real star but a 300 pound guy landed falling on his ankle from the side of him so he didn't see it in his ankle and Knee folded under this guy and they showed it a million times and my son was like ah I don't want to watch this and I was like yeah I don't want to either and they kept replaying it going to commercial and being like and we'll show that slow motion I guess football producers TV producers man whoa they when the pain comes out they like go there but it's interesting like the guy or Orthopedic injury is okay, but cardiac arrest is not, because they didn't show that Jamar Hamlin hit over and over, that was serious. But this was thought of as just ortho, it was all acceptable. My son was like, I don't wanna watch it anymore. Patrick Mahomes, he'll probably be back next week. Will he get badly hurt trying to come back? That happens, maybe. And then they'll show it over and over. And then they'll go to commercial and they'll just be like, one more time, really slow. Rafa, Rafael Nadal on Lost, I don't know, Tennis player. You guys do tennis? I do tennis. Where I was watching the Australian Open live television on my TV. And my son came in and he was like, I didn't expect to see you watching this. And I was just like, well, here it is. So we watched Nadal play this kid. He's like 26 feet, Nadal, in three sets. So Mackenzie McDonald, they call him Mackie, born April 16th, 1995. Gah. Anyway, he beat Nadal. Nadal looked old and he was—he had a nerve issue in his foot last year. Th- he got treated in June, June of last year. It was make or break treatment. This is Andy Sims, June 5 last year. Rafael Nadal beginning treatment on foot injury in hope of prolonging cal- career. It's on Yahoo Sports. Rafael Nadal. Daw will begin a make or break treatment on his chronic foot injury. The new treatment, radiofrequency ablation to the nerve in his foot. He had some hip issue in the match against Mackie, but... At the French Open last year, he had this nerve issue. It freaked me out. I was like, oh, he had nerve stuff, but he actually ended up injuring his hip. He looked like too old. Mackenzie McDonald looked 26. Mackenzie McDonald. Mackenzie McDonald, a guy from Piedmont. He went to Piedmont High School, and he also... He trained at the Claremont. He trained at the Claremont Spa and Resort. And I have a Claremont Resort story that the Claremont is, on, is up Claremont Avenue. It's up a hill in Oakland. When I was like just out of college, I worked a bunch of temp jobs. They were all awful. And like I worked at yak.com and that was awful. But they were also kind of great. They were, I can't complain. And so this, I mean, I was awful. I was, why would you have me? Whew. So I got a temp job at the Claremont and the way you got there, I rode a bike. I rode my bike up the hill. And I was, like, sweating. I probably smelled like gin. You know, I would hang out at the Ruby Room back in those days. Like, ugh. Ruby Room smells bad. So I was going up this hill. I didn't have a car. I rode my bike. I was all sweaty. Going to the Claremont. And they they gave me a uniform, a polo shirt. They were, like, wear this. And I forget what I was doing. Whatever I was doing, I was just like, I'm at the Claremont. And so I was like walking around the Claremont. They gave me the polo shirt. I went to the spa and that's, I don't remember working at all. And I I probably didn't work very, very hard at all. I mean, no way. But I remember walking around the Claremont and being like, wow. This is wild, and so I had my lunch at the Claremont in the employee dining room, and they just had the hotel buffet in this back room. And so I was like, "This is gummy!" Like it was like roast chicken, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, like all the. It was like a whole spread, and I was like, "Whoa." You know, I was like, at this point, I lived in a garage. I didn't have a lot of money in Oakland. And I lived, over half the time I lived in Oakland, I lived in a garage. I lived, you know, I could have paid 50 bucks more a month to live in the house. And I didn't have it. I was like trying to get by on 400 bucks a month. So... I was like, look at this food. I did my job, whatever it was, I walked around. I remember that the the hallways and the lobby and things at the Claremont are very impressive. They had wild patterned carpeting and mirrors everywhere and boy, fancy. And um, when I left there, I went to the spa and I did the whole spa experience at the Claremont for like an hour and then I went home and I kept the shirt and I never worked at the Claremont again. Maybe I worked there two days. I kept the shirt. And I lived down Claremont Avenue, below College Avenue. And I would ride my bike up Claremont. Lock up my bike somewhere on the Claremont. I remember this. They had like a bike rack, but it was out of the way. It was like not, wasn't for the guests. And so lock my bike up and then put on the Claremont polo shirt, and then I would go into the employee dining room, eat, leave, and go home. I did that like three or four times that summer. It was yummy. Yummy food at the Claremont. I recommend getting a temp job there and keeping the polo and just going back for seconds, thirds, You could just be like, I was still hungry. If they're ever like, you don't work here, you can be like, well, I did this one day and I'm still hungry today, so. It was cool to surprise my kid and be like, ha, I'm watching tennis. This is all sports talk, man. The Sharks came back, we all watched it, my wife and my son. My daughter was asleep, but the Sharks came back from a three gold deficit, so it was a rare thing. It was exciting, and we cheered for it. It was cool. We were cheering for the Sharks, a rare win. The dentist used X-Acto knife on my gums. He's a really, really nice guy, really mild-mannered Korean dude. And I was like, doctor, I had this vision, you were gonna, the whole reason why I'm missing my teeth is I'm getting my buck teeth right in front of my mouth implanted. So I've been doing it forever for like a year. They they put like foreign objects anchored in my jaw like, whoa, I had a lot of cr- crazy surgery. I lived, I, I laughed with my periodontist. I was like, dude, you have like a 17th century job. And we were like snickering and I'm like, I know you have, somewhere in here you got like a bunch of hammers and chisels and stuff and you use them on people's face and he was like we call them mallets and I was like you're cool I I traded hot sauce with him he was cool I got special access yeah of course I was like okay if I give you hot sauce you need to roll out the red carpet and they were good they were good to me Shoutouts, good dentist, Dr. Palanker, Nathan Palanker in San Leandro. He's got a mallet with your name on it. Anyway, periodontist, man. Woo! 17th century job. Cool. So he implanted these two kind of bolts into my jaw and the the fake teeth implant is gonna those are the implants and then the teeth are just gonna be like screwed on on top of that I've had these implants in my jaw for eight months but they're below my jawline, and so they took out my old screws, unscrewed them, and then used an exacto knife to like sculpt the soft tissue, and then jam these bigger screws up into my jaw, screw those on, and now the teeth will go on those, and we'll be done like in two weeks. But for now, I can't wear my teeth until the. heals because he like got he got funky, he got into it with that exacto knife, he told me he was going to do it, so it has to heal, probably by that time I'm just going to have the new teeth, so that'll happen like in a week or something, next week, so right now I'm healing, I have dramatic dentist stuff. You know, I left the Iron Curtain in San Jose, but she, she's kind of just the the opening act. That this, you know, I've t- I've met the periodontist in his closet full of hammers and this mild mannered Exacto knife guy. They got me a couple of weeks. They'll screw on the teeth, and then I'll just be, I'll be gold. So, yeah, you go through all this endless. it feels endless medical procedure. I hope to hear when you when I'm telling you about it, I hope to keep you on the edge of your seat, you know, being like, oh, my gosh, this is great. And exacto say more. You go through a lot of stuff. So cooking while disabled, you gotta eat. Everyone's gotta eat, and so it has to be easy. You know me, I've been like thinking about that. How can I make this easier on myself? I went there, I had my wife pick up some canned beans and I've been making the beans from scratch. I was in Berkeley making doll at the millennium time, so I've been going at it, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this easier. I'm cooking while disabled, I'm just gonna get some beans. I got kale in the box, we got some kale, and their vegetables from the organic farm are always like super great. So I was like, perfect, kale. So I'll do beans, kale, and I had some smoked chorizo sausage. Joe sold the butcher shop. But Brian, the new guy, still carries the same brand, same everything. So they have that chorizo smoked paprika sausage. Goulart is the brand. So I got that kale and I got a couple of cans of white beans and I had a can of tomatoes. And I really tried to make it super easy. There was... Uh, one chopped onion, a couple of cloves, garlic, and then put that some olive oil, throw that in there with the sausage, the can of white beans, and the can of tomatoes. And I put it in the Instant Pot for like eight minutes because I was like, I want it to be really fast. So I really like white beans, kale, and sausage. It's really easy soup. When the eight minutes was up, I just depressurized it and added the bunch of cut up kale until it was tender. And using canned white beans makes it like super easy. It's kind of smoky from that chorizo. I think I could have simmered it for half an hour or something and it would have been fine. I had this weird note written here. My wife says opt for the deadly nightshade. I don't know what that, that's a kind of weird note. It's kind of cryptic. Opt for the deadly nightshade. What are your options? What's the other option that you're like, no, I'll have the deadly nightshade. I'm not sure what we're talking about there, but we were watching Modern Love on Hulu and it's like immediately to me I, I presented it, it's it's some TV story of some New York Times column but it immediately presents as a romantic comedy and I was like my wife I said that to my wife she was like that is not a funny show IMGB says it's a romantic comedy so they're the thing So I'm right, and my wife is wrong. No, no, that's not it. I've been learning piano songs with one hand, just with my left hand, and I've been learning like Richard Dawson, Soldier, Uh, That song, Soldier, by Richard Dawson. You into Richard Dawson? Richard Michael Dawson, born 1981, is an English folk-influenced musician from Newcastle upon Tyne. Anyhow, this dude, Richard Dawson, the tune Soldier, I've been playing that with one hand on the piano. The the songs I chose are all good. They're all like pathos type of emotional songs and so playing them with one hand is like very fitting you know it's like look at this one-handed guy playing this depressing song look at him i bet he's a soldier or something he was wounded in some military skirmish so i'll learn more right now it's soldier i'm doing guy clark uh desperado's waiting for a train blue moon you know blue moon <laughs> that's a i'd like to Elvis version. I've been thinking about that and "Come Back, Kid" by Sharon Van Etten. I I'm learning these songs. I I want to sing and play the piano again. I'm kind of obscene, you know. Disabled body is obscene and disabled people can't represent themselves. So I've been learning how to sing and play and sing out. And I've been in thinking about that. And it feels weird, you know, because uh, I'm used to being like invisible or hiding or not being on the show. So playing a song and being a singer, it's like, it feels counter. Intuitive. It feels against what, what I'm going through. So it's kind of interesting. It's cool though. It's cool to like stretch and try and do something else. I I got this book on tape about jazz improv- improvisation. I bought the book on tape, Jazz Improvisation Made Simple by Brent Farstra and it kind of had some basic ideas about jazz and I just started playing like the piano jazz blues in B flat. You know that's that's one of the tunes I'll play, that's just like, I'll fit that in there. I remember at this piano bar, the alley in Oakland, this guy Rod Dibble, he's passed away now but for a long time he played the piano at the alley. And when there it's a kind of piano bar where you can sing a tune and he'll play a piano. He'll back you up. When there was no one to sing, he would often play Camptown races. Like, really, Camptown Races, sing this song, do-da, do-da. Oh, my goodness. And you'd be, like, drinking. You'd be like, there he is playing Camptown Races again. And, like, there was just something about that. He would take a break, and then he would go into his car, which was parked right in front of the alley. And the alley is on Grand Avenue and his car, he would be parked right in front and he would smoke a joint in his car and then he would come back out and play more. Show tunes and people had a great time. And by the time he passed on, he was like huge. He he was an institution always. But I, I feel like he grew and grew. I saw, I went to the alley. I'm not even sure. I don't think he was around the last time I went there. The last time I saw him, he was a big show. There was a bunch of people up, up there in line. It was cool. The alley, people would staple up their business cards and they were, the whole place was covered in business card yellowing, nasty, old, decades-old uh, business cards, stapled, all had gotten wet, and, and they, it was just gross. The alley is a gross bar. I like it. I liked it. Do da do da So I've been learning piano songs with one hand, maybe just a bass part 'cause I'm I'm kinda got a lower voice. I'm not so I you know where to voice the chords. Interesting. I am no good at piano. I'm I'm not even half of no good. I am really no good. A hundred percent no good. Thanks for tuning into the What's the Matter With Me podcast Gum Scrape episode. Let's run it down. I cut the cord, now I watch sports. Rafa lost to a guy from Piedmont. Man, thanks for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me podcast, the Gum Scrape episode. I cut the cord. Rafa lost to Mackenzie McDonald. Sharps came back, dentists using an x knife. White bean kale and sausage soup is what you should make and don't try too hard. Modern love, my wife doesn't think it's funny. Go for the deadly nightshade. I've been learning depressing piano songs with one hand. I'm kind of digging it though. It's fun to be out there. All right, thank you for tuning into the "What's the Matter with Me" podcast gum scrape episode. Maybe the cats are fighting. Maybe that's my dad, but texting me—I don't know. Check me out at what's and everywhere that podcasts are available. Yeah, cat time to feed the cats send me an email john at hoppinworld.com I'll give you a shout out for sure and it will be so good you should check out Hoppin Hot Sauce it's on Amazon Hoppin Hot Sauce it's the best hot sauce Hoppin Hot Sauce it's the best sauce in the world the world I'm telling you Hoppin Hot Sauce It's the best hot sauce, hopping hot sauce It's the best sauce in the world I'm hopping right now And that's the jingle, baby Thank you for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast Check you next time